0: Hi, welcome to the series on business storytelling where I'm going to help you build your story bank. Hi, welcome to the story bank at Stories at Work, a series where I curate true stories from across the world that you can use in business. Let's start today's story. In 1998, December 11th, the Mars Climate Orbiter was launched from Cape Canaveral, Florida. It was part of a dual mission. and The other thing was the Mars Polar Lander that would be launched about a couple of weeks later. Now, the role of the Mars Climate Orbiter was to study the climate at Mars and the atmosphere and also act as a relay a communication relay station for the Mars Polar Lander. Now, no matter how much mathematical calculation you pre-program into a satellite, it is impossible to hope that you launch one from Earth and many, many million miles later, many months later, it will still go exactly where you're supposed to send it. And hence, scientists submission mission control need to constantly monitor the progress of the satellite. Now, like any other satellite, this orbiter 2 had something called the reaction wheel something that is used to stabilise and create the right trajectory. Now, the way this was working for the Mars Orbiter was data was collected by the satellite, processed, and then sent out to Mission Control, where it was again checked by your software and put into a file. It is this data that scientists used to decide how much of correction in the angular momentum would give the right trajectory. And then they fired the spacecraft's thrusters. Every time the thrusters were fired, the resulting change in trajectory was measured by the software in the satellite and on the ground. Now, that's where the problem comes in. The two softwares were measuring force with two units of measurement. The software on the satellite, designed by NASA, was measuring in the usual unit of measurement, the metric unit of measurement, which is newtons per second. And the software on the ground was measuring it in the imperial system of pounds per second. And the problem is that one pound per second is equal to 4.45 newtons. So every time the thrusters were fired, the adjustment was lowered by a factor of 4.45. Now, in a long journey of billions of kilometers, these little, little sort of problems can become big ones. In the case of the Mars Climate Orbiter, in its journey of 104 million kilometers and nine months, the thrusters were fired seven times. And this resulted in the fact that when the orbiter finally reached the red planet, it was 170 kilometers closer to the planet's surface than it needed to be for the final thrust to put it into the elliptical orbit around Mars. And hence, when the scientists fired the final thrust, they lost contact. The satellite was never found again. People believed that it was too close to the atmosphere and hence the atmospheric tension and the friction must have destroyed it. Now why did this happen? In the 1990s the Clinton administration was putting a lot of pressure on NASA to be within budgets and NASA had a lot of ambitious plans coming forward. The International Space Station was to be launched, the Hubble Space Telescope which had a problem as you would have heard in the previous story was to be repaired and hence NASA decided to outsource some of its cheaper mission, like the Mars mission. In this case, they outsourced it to Lockheed Martin. Now, the problem was when NASA measured force internally it in the metric measurement of Newton second, uh, Lockheed Martin did it in pound seconds. And while the contract clearly stipulated, the one between NASA and Lockheed Martin, that all data needs to be measured in metric and hence force in Newton seconds. This was not checked and the scientists just took it for granted and that mistake cost the US $330 million valued at currency at that time. Now later when NASA did an investigation, a report that is still downloadable on the internet, they blamed it on communication failure both at NASA and between NASA and its contractor Lockheed Martin. What a story. Now where in business can you use that story? First is communication, the importance of communication. You cannot ever over-communicate, so communicate and communicate. The second is that no matter how irritating it can be for people, when you keep checking and rechecking, the fact is, God is in the details. The third is making sure everyone in the team is on the same page. And this is even more important when we collaborate across functions, languages and geographies. And finally, that there is a cost for even little errors. Some people say, you know, well, this is just a small mistake. But lots of small mistakes put together can be disastrous in the long run. I hope you like that story. Thanks.